0: What's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. A podcast where we explore our... Our internet curiosities. curiosities. (laughs) Um, All right, y'all. So today, yeah, Kate is going to be giving her presentation her episode Mm -hmm. it's kate's episode um, and if you're watching us live on twitch which you guys we record these most mondays um every most mondays at 9 a.m pacific 12 p.m eastern over on twitch.tv sidsogood um and so if you're watching this live we are going to be recording two episodes back to back um because we are not available next week to record uh so yeah let's let's get into it well how are you doing (laughs) i okay dude 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 so this weekend was just like we should have bought a lottery ticket because i feel like the odds of the things happening were so slim so let's just start off in a bad way probably that yeah so in a bad way in a bad way but then also the best case scenario of all the bad things worked out so like Okay. It, it. So first, we're at a golf tournament, right? Alex mm-hmm. and I are not playing on the same team. And for to set the stage, so you tee off. Most people I feel like, no, when you golf and you're on the hole, tee off is the first shot and you get to like, Put the ball on the tee and then you whack it like really hard. And usually that's like the shot that has like the most power behind it and goes the furthest. And you use this giant club and da 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 da. And so it's really important golf etiquette hitting up on somebody is when your ball is like getting around the people who are in front of you, who are playing in front of mm. you. Right. So Alex and his group had just teed off, they were on their second shot. And they were like 100 yards from the the tee box, which is where you tee off. And somebody wasn't paying attention and he teed off and the ball hit Alex on the inside of his knee, did not bounce. It just went straight from tee to getting hit to hitting the inside of his knee. And apparently he like went down for the count. Like it hit him and he just like fell over and he was just like, laying on the ground for like 10 minutes and oh no and no one thought to tell me even though i was there and we were in the group ahead and so um then alex finally texts me and he's like hey i got hit with a ball and like they took me back to the clubhouse oh black gold you're Belinda, baby wow okay (laughs) wait
1: that's so funny i was there this
0: weekend wait really um yeah. well at a
1: different golf course incidentally no, ah.
0: <laughs> so um he gets taken back to the clubhouse and I'm like okay like I'm gonna come in like I'm gonna have somebody like I'm gonna walk back to the clubhouse and like we're gonna go like yeah we need to take care of this well first I was like how bad is it and he was like how bad is it for you and I was like no 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 no. how are you feeling he's like no how are you feeling and I'm like no 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 no. Alex focus what, how, what is happening? So, long story short, we end up going, we end up leaving and going to urgent care. And I was like, oh, because I grew up in the Yorba linda area. So I knew, I was like, oh, there's an urgent care over here. Like, let's go. And he was like, oh, actually, I'm looking at Google Maps and there's one like down the street. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. We can go to the closer one. So we go to the one down the street. And you know, when you go to a doctor's office and there's like a kids' corner and it's usually like, half-ass decorated and you're just like okay that's that's kind i guess so this entire the kids corner is elaborate it is wizard of oz themed and there is a house like a eighth of a house sticking out of the wall with like legs on the ground for you know who gets hit by the house the witch or whatever Um, and so, and I was like, wow, this is really elaborate. And so we're checking in and I make a comment to the, to the woman checking us in. And I'm like, wow, you guys, that's like such a cute kid's corner. Like it's decorated so nice. And she just kind of was like, yeah, okay. And so then she takes us back and they open the door and in the hallway, there's little baskets hung from the top with the little dog in it. So it's just so elaborate. And I'm thinking like, wow, they really went all in on this, like, decorating that's so weird. And so we get to our room, and it's apparently the the courage, the cowardly lion room. And so there is a life-size cutout of whoever the actor is that played the lion in his lion costume, like, life-sized. He was, like, a six-foot man. And they have like all of these pictures everywhere. They have a framed um, t-shirt of a lion dabbing that says courage on the top. So Alex and I, cause you know, you wait for the doctor for a while. And so we're sitting there and we're both kind of like, huh, this is getting kind of weird. Like why, did, why is it so decorated? and turns out it was a pediatric urgent care i was about to say that i was like it was for children oh no but they (laughs) the front desk people were like come on in nobody said anything to us i mean you know pediatricians this
1: large child
0: yeah well like full-grown adult like there is no like we are married there's no mystery as to whether or not he because you know i feel like there's some people who like saw their pediatrician until they were like 18 like, yeah, sure. Especially guys, because I feel like as a girl, you end up kind of upgrading since they look at like your lady parts. But I feel like men, it's like it's our bodies upgrade, our bodies upgrade. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we ended up going to a pediatrician and he's fine. They thought that he tore his MCL. They don't think so anymore, which is great. That is oh, good. fantastic news. Um, and he is now able to kind of hobble around, which is good because before he couldn't walk. Um, so like I said, kind of best case scenario for just like this super haphazard thing. That's like so uncommon in golf to actually get hit by a ball, let alone like line drive into the leg.
1: Holy shit. I think I would say for Alex, my advice is in the next decades, if you know, reconstruction surgery gets really well you can replace all your bones with like titanium (laughs) Alex should do it because it seems like he's always injured he is not even by his own volition but like sometimes by these freak accidents yeah
0: I feel like he has a lot of good luck he has a lot of I don't know what you call that like he has a lot of good luck and then whatever the opposite I guess bad whatever the opposite of good luck is, (laughs) he he just has a lot of it like there's both on the good and bad like he has a lot of luck
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, life's a big balance. It's a big balance. I've said it many times.
0: Well, so not to monopolize the beginning of talking about our weekend. But so that was on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we were like, let's go see Uncharted. So we go to a movie, right? And Mm -hmm. movie gets out. And, you know, I feel like I feel kind of ashamed of it for some reason. But like you check your phone. Like first thing, movie's out. I check my phone, make sure I didn't miss anything. And I see that I have, we have like security cameras and I see that we have our security camera and I'm kind of confused because I'm like, it's like 10 p.m. I'm nobody should be on our front, like in front of our apartment. And it looked like they were on our porch. And I was like, that's weird. And again, so I have so much shame. We get our laundry sent out. So our laundry got delivered and I see this guy taking our laundry and taking, Alex keeps a skateboard or sometimes out there because, you know, he'll skateboard around and taking Alex's skateboard. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I look at Alex, and I'm like, I think I'm watching somebody steal our stuff right now. And it was like this lagging thing where I was like, there's no, huh? Like it was just so brazen. Like yeah. they literally just walked up and grabbed our stuff. Like it was their stuff. And so then Alex is like, okay, I'm going to call the police. And so he's calling the police. I'm getting the car. Alex jumps in and he's like, oh, drop me off. I'm going to go and find this person. And I'm like, you can't walk.
1: It's like, and I'll figure it out I'll It was like it adrenaline,
0: out. adrenaline like I'm fine. like the adrenaline's pumping like I'm just gonna go find this guy like he couldn't have been that far because it was like the movie luckily wasn't terribly far from us and I was driving like a maniac trying to get back and um the guy oh he didn't grab he went back for Alex's skateboard. So he grabbed our laundry and then came back like 10 minutes later for the skateboard. Why? I don't know. And also, did you not see the camera? And so we knew he was still around because when he came back for the skateboard, we were already like almost home. And so Alex was like, drop me off. I'm going to. And I was like, no. And then he's like, "Guess." And I was like, OK, I can't fight you. And so I'm literally letting him out. And I'm like, oh, my God, Alex is going to get killed. Like what is happening? So stressful. And so then I dropped my car and Alex is like, I'm like over here, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I, I- okay and so I'm sprinting like I'm like running I think I ran like a mile and we had just finished seeing this like you know uncharted like action like popcorn flick where they're like running through the streets and I was just like I'm uncharted and I was just like sprinting down the street trying to power the power of cinema the power of cinema (laughs) well actually wait before before I left because I parked our car and then I was leaving I was like I should grab a weapon but like I didn't want to bring like Anything that seemed too sketchy? Like, I didn't want to grab, like, a giant kitchen knife because that felt illegal? Is that illegal? To wield a kitchen knife? Yeah.
1: No, I don't think so. Really?
0: Because I feel like if it's in your apartment, it's legal. But, like, I was running through the street. Like, Uh, could you imagine? (laughs) I'm running through the street with a kitchen knife just, like... I mean, I I think that's
1: one of those things where, like, your intent is... You're not like going around slashing people. <laughs> Unless there's another part of the story, you're not like I didn't us slash
0: in. anybody. I didn't slash anybody. Um but so I grabbed a like a box. I had like a box knife with me. And like you know, LA at night isn't the best, and so every time I saw somebody sketchy, I like would pull the knife out and just be like, "Get out of my way." <laughs> and long story short, I end up Following Alex's, he didn't tell me where he was because he didn't want me to be out there. And so I, we have our location tracking on. And so I like location tracked him and I run up and I was like, oh my God. And there's like five cop cars and they're all getting back in. And Alex has our stuff. (gasps) They found it. And they also found, yeah. So they found like a whole stash. So they found our stuff. He was, the person must have been stealing from like a lot of people's just like front yards or whatever. Um and so the the cops though I guess were in pursuit of this guy. They found him were in pursuit and one of the cops like fell or something and he blew out his knee. So technically that increases it to a felony because of whatever the law is of like escape, like trying to run from from cops, but then the cop got injured. So that's technically like assault on a cop. Wow. And so it's a felony and the guy so they were getting back in the car and they were like we called helicopters like blah 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 like we're getting this guy because they were pissed because like one of their people got hurt and we're like well what do we do with all this stuff and they're like you guys should just take it all and like figure out like we can figure out what to do with it after but then nobody's called us so now we just like have all this all of our all this stuff
1: Oh, you took all the stuff that he stole.
0: Yeah, because they were like, we don't oh, want but- to keep it here because if he's working with other people, then like they were like, we're not telling you what to do. But basically they like implied that if he's working with other people, then they don't want him to like get away with having all of the stuff that he stole. But then we're like, but we have it now. <laughs>
1: yeah that weird what is it what kind of stuff is it
0: we don't want to touch it so we haven't really because he had like this big basket situation and like basket and cart situation um and the other thing was it didn't look like it was somebody who was homeless like the camera footage was um really like we have camera footage and then our neighbors also have cameras and so we got like a clear look at him and he just looks like a normal dude like he's wearing like a tucked in sweater what yeah (sighs) Um, what was he
1: going to do with your laundry? Right? That has to be a, such an annoying thing if that actually got stolen. Cause it's it's like, our
0: laundry. It has my underwear I need in my it. socks. Yeah, it's Come literally, on. it's like socks and underwear and like my workout clothes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it hurts.
0: It would have hurt Alex more because I don't send, I don't, I don't know. I don't like wash my clothes a lot. Love that for you.
1: <laughs> no, either. I feel like it's a guy thing because i
0: just feel like men like
1: we wear stuff
0: well and i feel like i just feel like men like smell i don't know like it doesn't they just like have more of a scent i don't know it just smells stronger yeah, yeah, yeah. where i feel like i'll like wear my clothes and then be like did i sweat no like and then i'll just give it a nice sniff and then i'll be like mm, yeah it's fine um Wow,
1: well, I'm glad you got it
0: back. Yeah, which is... That's why I said it's kind of wild, like, all of this stuff that is unfortunate happened, but then, like, best-case scenario kind of also happened. hmm Because, like, we've gotten... I It definitely, though, took me out of it a little bit because, like, I love LA, and, like, I have no intention of moving out, but it definitely made me kind of be like, dude, fuck this. Like, I... Take me anywhere else. Yeah. Because, like... Alex's car has gotten broken into. Granted, this is, you know, along the stretch of like five years. Um, but like the whole time that we've lived here, which I guess I never had anything stolen when I was living downtown, but like Alex's car's gotten broken into over 10 times. And they've obviously taken God. stuff when that's happened. We had our bike stolen twice. Somebody came back and stole Alex's golf shoes. Uh, this happened. Um, and then well, when I've we were never moving heard anything really? to me here. I mean, knock on wood, I hope knock you on don't. Wood. But like when we were moving, people took our boxes. So we were we oh missed my God. we like just had like two boxes stolen. Ugh. Yeah, crazy. Right? It just oh, feels I'm... like gross too.
1: Yeah, it's just like Yeah, it's hard. Cause it's like obviously the person that's committing it is like ho- you know, you you, the human part of you is like, they're probably experiencing something tough, but it's also just like, come on, people. Don't
0: make it my problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to some, like, billionaire's house. I don't know. Right? I like, mean, they're probably like, doing that.
0: No, totally. Well, did you see that? Not to, like, get this. This is, like, such a bummer of a way to start an episode. But it happened a couple weeks ago. It was, like, this old couple...
1: And they oh, they got yeah. shot like point blank
0: in a robbery. Yeah, this woman, yeah, so sad. It was so sad, and I think I want to say I don't know if they were billionaires, but they were definitely like well known, like very rich that, people. I read that.
1: Let me look this up to confirm. But there's this rapper named Pop Smoke, and he—that's how he died. Someone just like broke into his house and shot him because they were like trying to rob him. <sighs>
0: people Isn't are that so brazen? So sad it's so it make,
1: sad like not that i mean murder in general is terrible but for like s- shit
0: well you know and like for like, like
1: stealing stuff That's the entitlement
0: terrible. to your stuff that they're like oh like i deserve to have you the things that you own or like to take your things so i'm just going to kill you to get it like huh Throughout history, I feel like we've
1: learned that that's not the best way to go about these things.
0: I'm going <laughs> to say not. Uh, but on that note, how was your weekend? It was good.
1: Um, <laughs> I went to the Casey Musgraves concert last oh, night. Oh,
0: that's where you went. I'm happy for yes. you. I know you're such a good, like a big fan. I am. Well, I am and
1: I, I am. I didn't love her new album, mm. I have to say. But then hearing it live made me like it a lot okay um i just so her la- her album before just to get a little into casey musgrave okay before,
0: i i don't know anything i've only listened to those like i think you sent me two songs i know nothing about okay. her. it's definitely not for everyone i accept that
1: uh but her album to or her album before this one she won the grammy for it's called golden hour it's so beautiful it's like one of my favorite albums of all time wait what Grammy? what was the grammy for album of the year wait really yeah two three years ago um and it's like just this beautiful album about like being in love and the world being amazing and I just feel like we don't have a lot of stuff the positive stuff like that and so it was really like it was very meaningful to a lot of people and then in the pandemic I she got divorced okay so I, I did see that yeah which like I obviously don't know her she like it's fine, but I was really affected by it because I loved this album about her love so much that when she got divorced, I literally cried and asked Caleb. I was like, "Does this mean love doesn't exist?"
0: No, I think that's <laughs> fair.
1: So, the album was so like, oh, like she really knows. And then when that happened, I was like, "Am I?" I literally was like, "Am I gonna get divorced someday?" <laughs> because yeah. So then her new album is about being divorced because she just writes music about her life. And I it seemed a little like she hadn't fully processed, but still made art that was like saying she fully processed it. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But hearing that her perform them last night, she's a superstar and it, it was fun. Um, and like literally, I haven't been, it was at the Crypto.com
0: Arena. <laughs> It doesn't roll off the tongue. It does not That's the because like .com, like couldn't they have just called it like Crypto Arena? I get why yeah, not, but like that'd be like if it was instead of the Staples Center it was called Staples .com Center. Like it's like yeah. hey, like let's it's get like, some free advertising in for that. It's like okay, if you type in crypto into the, it's gonna come up. Like do you know what I mean? It's probably like it's crypto .com. Like it, you're it, it will pop come up. On. But
1: uh, I haven't been to like. Obviously, in that biggest space with that many people in a very long time, I've been to a concert, but not like an arena show, yeah. and it was real. Everyone, I mean, people like the people that are her fans like love her. There's a very ex- it's like a like Lady Gaga
0: type like
1: yeah, fan base, yeah. So it was really kind of beautiful to be in a room with that many amount of people that were just like, this is so meaningful to me. <laughs> Um, and she lo- she's stunning. So it was good. And the craziest lights I've ever seen. I think in the pandemic, when we didn't have concerts, they were like, all right, boys, back to the drawing board. Let's figure out how to make these concerts crazy when we come back. Because the lighting they were using and like her stage was a screen, like she was mm-hmm. standing on a screen. It was like so cool. Um, yeah. So it was fun.
0: I think that like, I don't know how you would get into that, but I feel like I would love nothing more to, than to be somebody who, like, comes up with the concept for somebody's tour and, like, all of the, like... You know who does The merch that? and lighting and stage design. Yeah. Who? Uh, Mrs. Mooney's daughter. Really? That's what she transitioned to? Because I remember she was doing, like, branding stuff.
1: Yeah, now that's what she does for, like, musical artists. She makes all of their, like, visuals for their concerts and their... She like creative directs all their music videos, and it's like such a cool job. That's so
0: cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know a few people. We know this one couple, and the guy. I mean, no, we like met them at a party once, um, and he did the he does the visuals for like Kanye, mm-hmm. which it was cool. But I feel like he was so in it, it was like hard to understand what he was talking about. And then yeah. um, this other guy I know who does a lot of the like big the big names um, I've met because he did one of the shows that I was hosting oh cool Um, but it just seems so cool
1: yeah maybe someday that's what we'll transition into doing
0: yeah I would love that I
1: could kind of see that for us honestly
0: (laughs) yeah no totally I would love that it just seems so fun yeah except I don't know how it would be oh sorry we were almost transitioning. we were so close to transitioning I was gonna say I just don't know how it would be though like I mean, I guess to a certain extent, both of us have have had to do it, but like, I feel like sometimes artists, like musical artists, like they just can be divas or whatever, or like they have like a very specific vision in mind and you kind of just have to like sell them on your vision. Yeah. Well, I guess it
1: would be less like my vision, their vision. It would be you as a creative professional are trying to like
0: elevate, strengthen. Yeah. 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 But sometimes they can't see it, and you know what? Do you know what's elevated space?
1: Oh, thank you. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about space and dogs. Woof, woof. And Sydney, queue up the first picture. Okay. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be speaking about the Soviet space dogs. Um, this is what is. We're going to get into this specific dog, but I just want to set a visual tone (laughs) for what's going to be talked about. This is um, Laika. Laika. L A I K A. L A I K A. And they were one of the most famous space dogs. Of all time. So the whole time
0: I've been looking at this, I have thought that also for everybody listening, our image guide is up on Shut Up, Keep Going, all one word over on Instagram. So if you want to see these photos, uh you can check them out. Um I was looking at it and thinking that the dog, like so the head, right? And then there's mm-hmm. those two kind of like leg things on the bottom, but there's a the leg things for the machine. But I was thinking that the dog was half robot. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be so cute! <laughs> but it's actually just like laying, yeah.
1: Okay, I just realized a hole in my research, and I'm just gonna say it up at the top. Okay. So you don't have to ask me. Um, I'm not sure if this is the full space capsule or if this is part of a larger one.
0: Okay, got it, got it. I
1: realize I should have looked that up, but um, we're just gonna be talking more about the dog's role in this whole thing. Um. So, I am going to say, if you are one of those people that cries at movies where dogs die, you're, you, this is going to be sad. I mean, it's sad in general, but just be aware of that. (laughs) Um, So, Sydney. Yes. We're in the middle of the 21st century, meaning... No, the 20th century. I don't understand so how we count centuries, okay. so... We're in 1950s-esque. Okay. Esque. Okay. So a cosmonaut ran away a day before his flight. Like an astronaut, right? Okay. Uh, the training had been really intense for them. The food was terrible. And they hadn't even signed up for it at all.
0: Oh, okay. Guess who it was. Oh! <gasps> Not it was a
1: dog. No, it wasn't this dog. Good <laughs> <laughs> like a dog, a dog. this one. So, uh, the researchers at the Institution of Aviation Medicine in Moscow uh, rushed to find a replacement for this runaway dog. And so they plucked a stray dog off the street and named it ZIB, which is an acronym for a substitute for a missing bulbic. It's in Russian, so that's why it, the acronym doesn't in English, work out to Zib, but uh, which means it's a common name for a small dog, a Bobik in Russian.
0: Wait, they just like found a dog on the street and were like, you're going to space, bitch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the dog was placed inside a capsule, strapped to a rocket, and blasted to oh the my edge God. of space. And it returned in one piece. It returned? Uh, it came back? So this is the one I should look this up. I am confused if it survived or if it just returned in one piece and it was dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I maybe
0: we don't need to know. Um I think Cuz like do they send it with like food and water? Like Yeah, they do. They do. How do they make um, sure it's not just like strap? Like gravity is like making. You know how we see like in movies the 2 We're gonna works. get into that. We're gonna get into that. Oh um, it's
1: really unclear if Zib survived. It said that it made a successful flight, so I'm assuming it did. But like, it. I mean, you know, it's huh? probably
0: really traumatized. Like no, <laughs> no. How does it even process what's happening?
1: So this flight happened in September 1951, and the Soviet Union was developing a program to launch men into space, um, and dogs were the test subjects of that. And as you know, through history class, the U.S. also was really trying to get into space. Space race, baby. The friggin' space race. And they were uh, conducting their own research, but instead of using dogs, they were using primates, like monkeys and chimpanzees um so if you don't know we there's this thing called the space race that happened uh and it began really intensely in august 1955 when the soviet union uh responded to an american announcement that americans were planning to launch into space uh that the soviets were like hey yeah we're doing that too but like like real soon and so that started this competition and the USSR launched Sputnik um on October 4th, 1957. And that made Americans feel real bad because we hadn't done it yet. And so thus the space race. Um, so if you didn't know, humans had lived all of history on Earth. Oh, you don't I say think I wrote that down. <laughs> Um, and up until this point, we had no idea how like life was going to respond to anything that's not on earth. Like Mm -hmm. that doesn't have the same amount of gravity, especially weightlessness. So some physicians at the time thought basic functions like swallowing and pumping blood to the heart would be impossible without the steady tug of gravity. Um, And so the goal for the Cold War rivals was to kind of figure out the answer to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like in many laboratory tests, they were like, let's not use humans first. Let's use animals, which obviously, I'm like, I'm just going to say this up front. There's so many ethical boundaries being crossed there. Yeah. Like...
0: I feel like that goes without saying. I mean, but, we've um, all seen *Legally Blonde* too. It's come on an important issue, and I say that it actually it's a really important um, issue. So,
1: da, 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 da. where was I? So, w- the question is, I guess I don't know if you're. If this question is burning for you, but it's like, why did the Soviets use dogs when the Americans used chimpanzees? American Yeah, actually, Um, that's a good... And it's actually the most obvious answer, you think. Uh, It's that dogs were everywhere in Russia. (laughs) They were... uh, The Moscow streets were crowded with stray dogs um, and they were free volunteers, which is really sad. Uh, (sighs) So, apparently the big question was how to catch them, and so (sighs) there was this really bizarre scene that was happening where, like, all these members of the space program were just running around the streets trying to catch dogs. I hope they got bit. But but like the thing is too is that like they didn't want to get dogs, like catch dogs that were super aggressive or like not willing to be caught. So they had to they like zeroed in on like nice dogs that would like you know be well behaved
0: to do this. Which is just like come on <laughs> oh but actually i think that that's a good like life lesson like i was i don't know why i watch these i want kids someday um but i feel like i like learn all these things i'm like oh i need to remember to tell my future kids this but i was reading this thing and it was like life tips and like street smarts and they were saying if you ever get lost or i guess it's in real life too is that it's like if you ever get lost like you should go find somebody else with this was advice for children If you get lost, then you should go find somebody else who has kids and ask them for help because they'll help you. Because Uh if somebody comes and asks you for help, the likelihood that there's somebody who has like bad intentions or not ask you for help, but ask if you need help, the likelihood that they are somebody with bad intentions and are just like preying on someone who looks helpless is like, you know, higher than if you pick somebody out from a crowd and like ask for help. Yeah. I mean only tangentially related to what we were saying, but <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um,
1: so the Soviet union, uh, has a long tradition of using dogs as in research. Um, and at the turn of the century, there was work by Ivan Pavlov about using, uh, canines to discover the learning process known as classical conditioning which is about a stimulus and a response. That's how they they're using dogs for that. Um And then he also used dogs to study canine digestion, and I think, like hmm. human digestion in general, which was that his subjects would drool before they were even given meat, meaning that they kind of understood that some that they were about to get food. And so they started salivating, which is interesting.
0: Pavlovian response, um, baby. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> it's like that episode um, of The Office for people listening where um, oh, yeah. Jim trains Dwight to start salivating every time. What is it? Something clicks or whatever. He offers him a mint and then he keeps yeah. doing that and then he stops offering a mint and the click happens. And I think Dwight's like, oh, my gosh, my mouth is so like chalky. Like I need try- a mint. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that was learned through dogs, so mm. let's let's thank them. Um, and so on the American front, primates were used, as I said, but they were, like, way harder to find and acquire. You couldn't just go out onto the street and get a chimpanzee. So they were brought over from the Congo region in Africa, um, and the Air Force was uh, conducting their first primate flights before NASA was established. Um, and paying catchers in Africa to do- collect dozens of young chimps. That's
0: even is... worse. I feel like at I least know. the dogs were already there. I where know where the chimpanzees. You're like taking. <sighs> Why did they choose chimps? Did they say like did they already know that there was such a like connection I mean, it's, between? Uh, it's it's the closest chim- animal. Okay, so to they human. did already know that, and we're kind of like yeah. using that.
1: Okay. Um. But sadly, like a lot of the chimps, because they were young and being flown across the world, they would arrive at the Air Force Base in New Mexico, where they did a lot of the tests in like really bad shape. And um, eight of the nine veterinarians that worked with them con- contracted hepatitis from the chimps, which is kind of crazy. Um, so anyways, when the ape, when the chimps were two years old, um... The researchers said that they were just like kids, and they would play with them. Um, One of the researchers remembers getting a call at home about flickering lights inside one of the buildings, and when he arrived, he had found that one of the chimps opened a padlock, escaped his cage, and helped another chimp get out of his own. As he should. They They were running around the lab, flipping light switches, and pulling chemical wipes from their container one by one as if they were Kleenex tissues. They're so smart! Um... So not only, like I just said, that they use them because they're close to humans. They also, as we know, have a very high intelligence. And so the chimps, unlike dogs, could, like, do, like, tasks while Mm -hmm. in space. Um, So they could, like, pull levers and, like, respond to, like, switches and stuff. Um, And they we're hoping to see if you could remain conscious and actually like complete a task while weightless. Mm. Um, And so this is also kind of sad, but the chimps were taught to push levers in a certain sequence prompted by flashing lights. If they got it wrong in training, they received a mild electric shock to their feet for correct moves. They were rewarded with banana pellets, (laughs) but during um, the short flights, when they were being flown around by the Air Force, they would touch the levers from launch to reentry, like they were like simulating the flight. Um, so on the other hand, dogs couldn't manage those kind of duties, but uh, they the Soviets, that's not really what they were looking for. Um, they the first man in space, if do you knew this was a Russian guy named Yuri Gagarin, which really interesting he died under like really mysterious circumstances. They say he died in a plane crash, but it's there's conspiracy theories that like he knew too much and was
0: interesting um, like knew too much about what it. I want to get into it at some point I want to know maybe
1: maybe i'll I'll return to that one um, but he when he f- was flew to space, he was equipped with controls that could be activated from the ground, um, and his manual controls could only be used in case of emergency. So he basically, too, was kind of just launched, and, like, they're like, he's like, I hope
0: you would pilot this right from down there. I don't know <laughs> that I would trust the Russian government to, like, have my back. I mean,
1: but at the same time, they want him to return in one piece, because that'll prove their point, right? yeah i mean ultimately he died young under mysterious circumstances so like if it wasn't then it might be soon <laughs> um but the first american to achieve the same milestone alan Shepard, handled do- dozens of switches buttons and levers in his capsule so we did the better um not to continue are you
0: trying to this. ignite
1: another space race yeah no it's already happening on the pri- in the private sector, right? Yeah. Um. So the Soviets did consider using primates. Um. And they would visit circuses and ask monkey handle handlers. They're like, "So, uh, how do you think these things would do if we like launched them into space?" Um. And the circus people were like, "Yeah, don't do that because they're very high strung and they'll not survive the stress." And they're like, "Okay, oh, you know what we should do." Let's get some nice, cute dogs and see if they can do it. Um, so the training for the animals in both countries was really intense. Um, and apparently there's a comprehensive history, if you're curious, by Colin Burgess and Chris Dubs. Um, and if you can imagine, it would be considered animal abuse these days, just because they're like really harsh circumstances. So the yeah. Soviet dogs... Were restrained in small containers for hours to c- simulate the confinement of spaceflight. Do you want to put up the second picture? Because I feel like it kind of, um, it's this little thing. Um, they are exposed to loud banging noises and spun around in centrifuges <gasps> to mimic the extremes of space flight from launch to landing um and stray dogs not only cuz they were found like in you know they they're around um, were chosen because scientists felt that they would be able to tolerate the rigorous and extreme stresses of space flight because better than like house dogs because house dogs live a good life. But so also, were they going to go
0: cutie dogs for living a scrappy life? But I feel like the, that's funny to me that it, they're like, yeah, like we were considering just like going and abducting people's pets. Uh, but though we thought they'd be too soft. So like we went a different way. Yeah, we need some, we need some street dogs for this. (gasps) Um,
1: female dogs were used because of their temperament and because the suit that the dogs wore in order to collect urine and feces were equipped with a special device that was only um, designed to work with females Um, and so when they were in orbit they were fed a nutritious jelly-like protein that was high in fiber to like assist with their bowels Um, because apparently that's a huge thing when you fly is you get real, real backed up
0: I don't know why I could, like, see it just because I feel like when I travel, like, my digestion kind of, like, slows and, you know, things are just, like, doing weird things. So I could see it. Um, yeah, I, I agree. When you travel, it's, like,
1: your whole system gets, you know, you know. I know. Um, so the Americans did their first test flights. In 1948, with a rhesus monkey. I should have pulled a picture, but they're like those cute little monkeys that you see. They're not chimpanzees. They're like monkeys. Yes. Um. And okay, ready for the sad. They're the worse. Well, no, it's just like we're gonna talk about how they died. So the first six were died of suffocation, <gasps> explosions, explosions in flight or upon impact. Kate, I know I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, but here's the good news: when the when they finally started using chimpanzees, uh, they've they some some of them survived. So the first chimpanzee, I think you can put the next picture. I think it should be a chimpanzee in a little. Oh no, go to the next one. Yeah, look at him. He has a little NASA
0: hat. I mean, I hate it. I just keep going. I had no comment at this time. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> the ham, the first chimp in space, I think this is him. Okay. Um, he recovered from a successful flight to the boundary of where space begins. Um, and so one of the researchers said he was in mint condition. Mint condition? Uh, and he went on to live in zoos until he died in 1983.
0: We love that, but also yeah, this so guy's seems shit. He was taken from his family, I know, forced to so go into sad. space, it's so sad, and then live in captivity. It's against God. <gasps> um. <laughs> so
1: Anos the second and last chimp to fly. So I guess we only flew two. Um he survived the journey but died several months later of a bacterial infection that they claim was unrelated to space flight. But I'm saying there's a conspiracy there. I'll, I'll sign the document. I think it's a conspiracy. So, um, in June, 1961, two months after Yuri Gagarin, who was the first man in space, uh, to fly president JFK and Soviet premier Khrushchev held their first joint summit in Vienna And by all accounts, it was a difficult meeting because this is the height of the Cold War. Um, But during dinner, ladies, ladies come to save the day once again. Um, Jackie Kennedy started talking to a Soviet leader about their space dogs. And um, the Soviet leader mentioned that one of the dogs had puppies. And Jackie asked if she could be sent one of the puppies. Um, and so Save a few weeks later, one of the puppies showed up at the White House with a little Russian passport. You can put up the picture before, and that's look. Um, and so after being screened by the FBI for surveillance bugs, <laughs> the dog, um, Push Pushinka, took up residence in the White House. And Aww. uh, JFK was allergic to dogs, um, but the Pushinka. Spent time with the children and became very friendly, very friendly, oh. with another White House dog, Charlie. And they, the canine couple ended up having puppies. And um, it's kind oh. of a Cold War romance,
0: dare we oh, say. Wow. The modern, well, I guess it's not modern day anymore, but modern day Romeo and Juliet. For real. Oh my God. It's
1: probably in the works in development that this is an animated series, but like, come on, you
0: want to see the love story of these writes two dogs? Writes itself, I know. Um, and so, and they already the- have. Wait, they already have probable cause as to what happened to its parents. You know how in those animated movies, like their parents are always dead. Yeah, we know why. I
1: mean, I feel like the thing writes itself. I think that's screen Um, and so two of Pushinka puppies, nicknamed Pupknicks by the president like sputnik um they were donated to american children who wrote to jackie kennedy asking if they could look after the dogs which is cute um and when kennedy was assassinated in 1963 pachinko was given to a white house gardener and then gave birth to another litter of puppies so she was a loose woman let's just say yeah
0: geez get your dogs (laughs) Um, mixed
1: so, one of these writers has, like, tried to track down the lineage of these puppies, and they haven't been able to, but Aww. they want to assume that they're still descendants of the space dogs in America.
0: Now. Yeah. I, I feel like that checks out. I think the probability of that is high.
1: Yeah. I I mean, there's they used a lot. So, <laughs> I think it was, I'm not, I didn't get the exact number, but, like, it was a f- fair amount. And a lot of them. Well, we're gonna get into that in a second. So, um, there's a lot of like lore around these space dog these days. There's apparently one of them was in is a Marvel character. Did you know this? Oh yeah, yeah. It's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, there's um, like a dog.
0: It's like not like a. I don't know how much it is in the comics, but he's like in a museum. Yeah. Um. Oh, so that was supposed to be one of the space dogs. They, like, killed yeah. him. That's, yeah. That's really sweet.
1: Yeah. So soak that in, because I'm about to tell you the sad story of our first boy. You can put back up the first picture. Um, Laika. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, so Laika was the first dog to go beyond the edge of space and complete a, uh, an orbit of Earth. And do
0: you think that uh, I feel
1: like I should skip the details because it's so sad. Do you
0: think she enjoyed the view?
1: You know, let's give her that. You know, like she you know how dogs love sticking their head out the window in yeah. a car? Like she got that, but like times 10. Yeah. Yeah. So um like a... Uh, was really stressed out when she was launched, I'll just say. Um, and she died not long after the launch, so she didn't totally survive the orbit, but like her body did. Um, because she died from excessive heat in the capsule in 1958. Um but she's like the she's like the big like uh face of the sp- Soviet space dogs. If you ever see like a poster for them, they have them like on Etsy that you can buy. It's always her face cuz look how goddamn cute she is.
0: She's very cute. Um
1: and so I mean this probably might be propaganda, but in 1998 after the collapse of the Soviet regime, Oleg Gaznyko, who was one of the scientists responsible for sending Leica into space. Um said this working with animals is a source of suffering to all of us. We treat them like babies who cannot speak. The more time passes, the more sorry I'm about it. We shouldn't have done it. We did not learn enough from the mission to justify the death of the dog. So, I mean, you know,
0: remorse.
1: Um. So the Soviet union stopped watching dogs in 1960s and the United States ended its program kind of around them, uh, except for two squirrel monkeys who joined the astronauts uh on a space shuttle flight in 1985 and they survived so great
0: okay that's um, good
1: and apparently they tra- trained enough chimps for uh almost every astronaut that has been trained like in that era like the amount of astronauts they were training they had like a a chimp like a it was back. like 1 to 1 yeah wow um the so once the first uh humans got into space and s- saw that weightlessness wasn't going to kill you immediately, that it was actually extremely pleasant, they stopped launching the chimpanzees because they were like, All that's right, that's good, we got it. Um, so now the new we still do send animals into space, what? Um, and I think you can guess what they are little mice, and um, I because didn't know that
0: why we Uh, already have all the info we don't need any more focus on what's going on down here well so here's what it is
1: um and i mean this is why like mice are used in laboratory testing it's really sad but it's because instead of having like one chimpanzee and like you just only get the data from one you can get like a bunch of mice and see like larger patterns um so they do that and they did that a lot in the 1970s um And a handful of mice went on to the moon on Apollo 17. And, um, like, so, and apparently there's mice, um, that are running around the International Space Station. Okay. Um, that have been used there for research purposes. Okay. So, um, on, a April 11th, 2008, Russian officials unveiled a monument to Laika. Um, and it's a small honor that was built near the military research facility in Moscow. And it portrays a dog standing on top of a rocket. Um, and she also appears on the monument to the conquerors of space, also in Moscow.
0: That's really nice. That, I feel like Laika so would like she that. She gets to live on... Mm-hmm. Um, in infamy but you know do you know what I think she'd like more than her monument to be have a good life to be not have boy. been sent into space that's so
1: true here I'll send you the monument so we can all see um but that is the Soviet space dogs um so at least you know I don't know there's no real
0: <laughs> it's sad well, at least but, it's not we're not we're doing them I don't know It it's hard it's hard to it's It's hard hard to stomach i mean like i don't want to get into the ethics of it because i don't really know where i stand like it's like one of those things where i you know i'm a scientist i did science you know like i was like knee deep chest deep in science i majored in biology had to take a lot of labs and read a lot of um papers um and research and so it's tough because, like, on one end, you – I, like, understand the the pursuit of knowledge and the means to get there. And I guess, like, I get why – I understand the train of thinking that it's, like, okay, like, why would we, like – Like, we know humans have this, like, wide spectrum of emotions. Like, we know what it means to be human. So, like, why would we do that to them? And, like, we need this knowledge. Like, I don't know. It's just – Yeah. But then obviously, I mean, like, I'm vegetarian. Like, I don't eat animals for, like, a reason because, like, that's where my head is at. And so, like, I don't support animal testing. Like, it's, it's. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is. I don't have the answer. I mean, ideally, Uh it would be really cool if we could synthesize, like, um, not beings not like clone people and like test the clones that's that's a whole other conversation of ethics but like if you know you could synthesize like if you're trying to do work or understand like the digestive system you could just like synthesize just like the digestive system and see what happens yeah. with that so
1: yeah I, i'm not i was like should i get into i'm like i it's monday i'm <laughs> it is monday at the exhibit but i will say what inspired uh researching this was also yesterday i had a pretty exciting day oh not only was did i go to the case master's concert but i also went to the museum of jurassic technology have you ever been there Mm
0: -mm.
1: um it's in culver city and it's this really crazy museum and I don't even want to say like what it is because that's the like fun of going there is that it's like really mysterious and like there's not a lot about it online. Like it's really- Museum? It's a museum about understanding knowledge, I guess is how I would Ooh, say. Ooh, I want to go. Um, And it's just, it's you like, it's so fun cause you can't, you're like not, they're like strictly no cell phones. You cannot take <gasps> pictures. No way. Um, yeah, and so, like, there's, it's, like, you have to go there to experience it, and it's, there's, like, music playing in every room that's, like, choral music, so it sounds really mysterious, and it's really fun, but they have this hall of portraits of the Soviet space dogs there, oh. um, and that's I thought I, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about them, so I thought it would be a good topic, but yeah good L- that's a hot tip about LA's that's it's a really cool museum
0: museum um, of jurassic technology I wrote it down highly I recommend go. yeah I love museums isn't it wild that anyone could just like open a museum like I could just like buy like rent a space and like put some like water bottles in there and be like this is the museum of like water bottles like it's just a museum now like is there like a federation or anything
1: no, I worked for a museum in San Francisco that is called Pier 24 Photography. And it was literally just like this super, super rich guy who owned all these photos and was like, I feel like I should show them to people. Like, I can't have these all in my house. And so he just opened a museum and it was free to go. Oh, and it was nice. like so beautiful. So I feel like they're a good effect of rich people.
0: Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, no, thank you, Kate. I had of fun course. learning about, well, Our, these knowledge these is, is important. I don't know that I would say I had fun learning about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it goes to show you that dogs are not just beautiful companions. They serve a higher purpose, too. They do. They do. So I'll leave us on that.
0: All right. Well, folks, um, don't forget new episode every Friday. Um, I think we already mentioned it today, but um, we have image guides that go up at the same time as the episodes over on our Instagram that shut up, keep going all one word. We also have our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash shut up, keep going, where you can watch the video version of the podcast in case you don't or aren't able to watch us record it live on Twitch. Um so thank you so much and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.